0: This next hand, uh, there was a few hands where both Lozier and I opened and took it down. This hand is actually pretty interesting. And I think that this is a good example of where my history or learning as a PLO player kind of shines through. So let's talk about it. Uh, I'm in the big blind. I have 8-9 off with the 9 of spades. Very important, very important. Manic Manic mid opens to 60k. And I decide to peel. You know... Uh, I talked a lot in the previous hand about how pocket fours, how I three bet because I didn't think it has had very much post flop playability, and how I preferred to re raise instead of call because I thought that I would be uncomfortable on a lot of different boards. I feel the opposite about this type of hand. Actually, I like the eight nine, ten nine type of hands as calls, mainly because, you know, there is some situations where I can like check call flops and check raise turns. Or, you know, 8-9 flops, top pair on a lot of different boards. Uh, it has what uh, us PLO players call a smooth equity distribution, I mean. there's just a lot of different boards where I can check raise as a semi bluff. I can check all pretty effectively, so I like to have these hands in my calling range. Especially when I'm getting such a good price with the min open. So, uh, I do call. The flop is king 4-3 all spades. I check manic bets 70,000 into uh 135,000 and I check raise to 175,000 and he makes the call. So, let's talk about this for a second. Uh the announcers didn't like my check raise. They were more they like check calling a little bit more. And I can see the argument for that. You know, you think that your 8 or your 9 could be good. You want to not somehow get rebluffed on this hand. And raised out of the pot, but here was my thinking at the time, and I play it the same way in PLO. Now in PLO, a monotone board, which is you know a board where all of the suits are the same, uh, it's good to look for excuses to apply aggression or to try to um, make your opponent put in a lot of money with their bluffs or force them to I guess, uh, when their their ranges are polarized to having a strong flush plus type hand or nothing. My thinking in this hand was that Manic should be betting this flop a lot with his air. And again, we've already talked about how his flop opening range is very wide. And realistically, anytime someone's pre-flop range is extremely wide, their post-flop range is going to be extremely wide too. So, regardless of how like connected the board is, it's still their their range pre-flop is still going to be very very wide. So I think that you know, Maddox is a smart guy. He knows that in order for him to compensate for having such a wide preflop range, he's going to have to be C-bending a lot of flops and hoping that I fold. And again, like he's, he's, he's pretty barely. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think my hand was going to, I didn't really like check calling the flop and then check folding the turn. And I wanted, and I thought that it's really rare on these types of boards where people will like re-bluff you. So, I don't know. I feel like Hold'em players in general, especially like Tourney regs, which of course Manic is, where all of their aggression, where they put all of their aggression, is pre-flop. Like they're willing to four-bet, they're willing to four-bet you light, but they're not willing to like three-bet a flop light, so to speak. So I thought that like not only do I have a lot of guaranteed equity in the pot, you know, my spade, uh, my spade draws likely, likely good. I thought that he would have a lot of bet folding hands, and I also thought that if he did have me beat, which of course he will sometimes, he's just going to play it passively, like he's just gonna, like he did. He ended up having king six off here, and he's just going to end up calling me down. So I thought that, like you know, check raising was a nice option because it gives me some immediate fold equity, and it's also it, it's a semi bluff. And so, yeah, that's basically it. What ended up happening was the turn was a three of clubs. It checked through, and the river filled my flush. I like value betting here. I think that in the moment I was worried that my spade might actually be covered which could could easily be true. I mean he could have like ace 10 with a spade. Um and I didn't want to face a situation where I was uh where I was going to like bet and get raised somehow. And I think also in the moment I had the feeling that since my image was so aggressive that he could bluff catch me with like any pair so he could have like bet called the flop with a pair of fours or like pocket eights or something like that and I wasn't convinced that those types of hands were going to call a bet anyway so I didn't really see like I thought that if I was going to bet I would have to bet pretty small and I didn't want to induce him to like I don't know raise me out of the pot or something like that but looking back I think a value bet is probably good I mean it's good that it's the queen of spades instead of like a deuce of spades, that's for sure. So maybe value bet the river, but overall I, I like my flop line and actually I'd like to see what you guys think of it too, so let me know.